Hey everybody, welcome back to Infinite Ultra. This is episode four, and uh, it's kind of a weird episode. We, the way the timing worked out um, made things a little odd, uh, so I will go ahead and let you guys know what is happening. The last half of the episode is basically um, us going through what the characters are going to kind of start looking like in the future, uh, talking about, you know, how they, the players want them to grow and, you know, what they're aiming for, that kind of thing, because uh, this system doesn't have a, you know, actual leveling system of any worth, so uh, we will be adding one on top of it, so I have to make things for everybody. So we talked about, you know, what exactly it is that they were looking for, uh, for when I do that. Uh, so if that doesn't interest you, just wanted to let you guys know beforehand, uh, so, you know, you know what's going on. Uh, so, with that in mind, I'll go ahead and throw all the normal stuff that's at the end of the episode here at the beginning. I'll make it short and sweet, because, uh, you know, want to get to the fun stuff. Just, uh, if you guys want to find us on social media, we have Instagram, we have Twitter, we have Facebook, and as always, we have our website with our email address, which is infiniteultrashow at gmail.com. If you need the names again for any of those uh, social media platforms, you can go to our website, infiniteultra.zone, and find everything there, including more episodes and who the artists were who did the music behind this episode as always it is from freemusicarchive.org if you want to find out the specific artists that were used which was uh, quite a few uh then you can go to our go to our website and find it all in the episode description uh thank you guys again so much for listening and uh next week will be a fully just jam-packed episode trust me it is a it is a doozy so um, thank you guys so much for your patience. And for those of you who do enjoy character building stuff, this is for you. So enjoy the show. Uh, would someone like to give a recap? All right. No. <coughs> Wayne, all no. right. Uh, we had an interview. There's a building burning. We had to save some people. It's pretty cool. Damn. So succinct. <laughs> so No, so for real though, I will Justin will give <laughs> okay, okay. I appreciate that, Justin. So we continued on with our trials after to get our hero license after the first trial went so spectacularly poorly. We had an interview session where we all learned a little bit more about each other. And then from there we went to a burning building scenario where we were tasked with rescuing as many people as possible, which we actually did pretty damn well with. Yeah, you did actually succeed with flying colors on that one. Uh, we'll get to that in the episode, but yeah. So we are starting now, having just finished yes. the burning building scenario. Yeah. I threw a whisk, uh, bourbon bottle at the <laughs> annoying <Mr>. robot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a uh, pretty yeah, pretty well, pretty well done. Um, I think the. Uh, the main things is that Jackie uh, fell through a ceiling and got into a fight with a man, which was uh, spectacularly uh, bad for a hot minute there. <laughs> it was. Um, and you guys did a very, very commendable job of uh, kind of working as a team and splitting up the building, um, you know, top to bottom, uh, and saving an enormous amount of people, way more people than I honestly thought that you guys were going to end up saving. So you did a great job. We'll kind of uh, touch on that in the episode itself. But I just wanted to say, as you know, the game master, whatever DM to his players, you did good. You Yay! did good. Oh, it shit, was. We didn't even touch two floors. So yeah, <laughs> it was. Uh, it was pretty fantastic. Um, so, we will uh, start this episode kind of as the last few have, where you guys are starting in your uh, dark room that you have been thrust into after your uh, burning building scenario, 
and Mr. Sparky is with you, and uh, he has just kind of uh, commended you for doing not a terrible job <laughs> in his own little robot way, and is uh, basically just kind of floating about, um, kind of setting up the next situation, kind of uh, prepping. So if you guys want to spend a minute, you guys generally have uh, a short amount of time between these transitions uh, that you can kind of talk to each other and kind of share the stories of what you guys were doing if you want, or talk, or do whatever. Are our non-regeners being healed again? Yeah, back in the the, oh. the, the neutral zone, as it were, <laughs> you guys are uh, kind of getting regenerated by whatever means is going on in this uh, environment. But if Jocelyn, you would like to heal people, by all means, you can kind of accelerate this process. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say Jocelyn was going to run over to Jackie and like check her over, make sure she was okay because yeah. I mean you can see that she her burns are healing, um, but you know, a little bit of added added effort wouldn't hurt in Hell any yeah. capacity. So I'll go around and heal whoever needs healing. Okay. And I'm just weeping again. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh, Crystal has a hard time clutching. with the stress. Yeah. I do yeah. Um Miss Mr. Biscuit seems totally just like that was great. <laughs> yeah. You did such a good job, buddy. He nods his head. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> For a second, that was eerily similar to some villagers that I know. Wayne can kind of hear this like slightly consoling voice from Mr. Biscuits, like, "Oh, it's all, it's all good, girl. It's all good. We, we did, we did good." But you know, you can't really hear that. Mm-hmm. You can definitely, you kind of gather that from his like physical, you know. Uh, actions that he's, you know, being like, yeah, we did, we did great. Like, this is great. It's good. Awesome. Oh, I thought you could talk to him for some reason. Oh. No, no. I tend to. I tend what a wasted message. Yeah. I, used I know. Which I was <laughs> laughing. It's gonna be about. like glassy. He's gonna be like. I was wondering why you were. <laughs> no, she she can't communicate with him. You're the actually. I mean, she can talk to him and like he understands her, but mm-hmm. he, he doesn't. Like he can't. Me. He can't speak to her other than like pantomiming essentially and like his limited unicorn abilities. But saying technically you know. I wouldn't consider it a waste because he is a thinking creature and she could have been like, okay, let's find everyone else and then he would yeah, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I mean you can communicate <laughs> and you can communicate with him over a certain amount of distance, but you're not necessarily capable of doing that with, you know, human beings. So I mean mm. it ultimately was uh, a smart decision. So I mean it worked out. It worked out great. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a valuable asset to be mm, having. So, so well done. Yeah, way to uh, cheat your role accidentally the first time around to have you talking to a unicorn. <laughs> uh, okay, so... Oh, I forgot I did that. Yeah, it was one of those things that, number. like, you, you told me how high that was, and I was like, that seems alarmingly high, but we'll roll with it. And then, it, like, and then, like, five minutes later, you're like, I fucked it up. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's okay, it's okay. We're just gonna, I mean, you can talk to him, it's cool. I think we did better that time, you guys. Well, I didn't get knocked completely out, so that's good. I think it's interesting that your actions went against what your answer was on that test, by the way. What do you mean? Where you wanted to take out the bad guy who was trying to help the poor people. No, he was killing people. That's a mite different than no, robbing a store. <clears throat> I suppose so. But it, it's just saying. different. <laughs> it's pretty it's different. different. <laughs> he I'm was just saying, literally. That's why I asked I'm the severity of the crime. I mean, I guess that's true. A building on fire. People had to repel from one building to another. (laughs) His intentions were noble. His actions were not. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, if anything, he should have hacked into their systems and deleted all of their files. Like, honestly, I don't see what catching the building on fire would have done. They're just going to rebuild it. So did any of us recognize that supervillain? No, it seemed like just some A construct for the thing? 
I mean, possibly. I okay. mean, he was a pretty just average dude, uh, t-shirt, jeans, whatever, kind of torn up, like a, kind of a uh, Kurt Cobain-esque looking kind of guy with fire going on. So he just seemed like some <laughs> Joe Schmo who employee. got a twig up his ass about saving the lower <clears throat> class, you know. So not any, he like, you, you don't found... recognize a particularly famous supervillain or superhero that may have gone bad or anything. It's just like some guy okay. who snapped. So. so yeah, like he fell into a bunch of debt mm. mm-hmm. and his house got taken away. <laughs> right. Okay, so uh, the room starts to coalesce again around you guys and it's turning into a somewhat familiar environment where there is a buddy cop-esque interrogation room with a man sitting at a table with a notebook and four chairs around the table other than the one he's sitting in. Is it the same one? It is exactly the same one. And he says, oh, well, welcome back. Uh, Seems like you uh, did pretty good. Maybe we're all growing just a little bit. Uh, I'd love for all of you to sit around the table and maybe we could discuss your futures. Okay. I sit. Okay. I also sit down. (laughs) On the floor, right? (laughs) In the middle of the table. On the interviewer's lap. (laughs) Oh, this is not a table. Oh, no, no. Do I pass now? Uh, Okay, so you guys all sit down and everything. And uh, he kind of opens that uh, familiar kind of like thick notebook dossier thing that he's got and got going on and he kind of takes a minute and he's flipping through some pages um and just kind of looking through everything and he says well you guys did very very well uh i do have to commend you on that you much better than the first round and i do have to say uh you worked very well as a team and i i think that maybe we should discuss how that came about a little bit so maybe you can Grow from here into greater, greater teamwork efforts. Sounds like therapy. (laughs) I am a licensed counselor, so uh, you could say that my uh, super ability is the ability to bring people together (laughs) in unity to increase their ability to save the world. Bunch of shit. Well, okay. <laughs> I, will, I feel uh, like we're all on the same page about this. I, since uh, since we've gotten so familiar with each other, I I will say, people call me the Proctor. Uh, this is very much my job. I do this for all superheroes in general who are licensed. I am there when they experience great trauma or when they are having trouble with their uh, fellow super-powered individual friends. So. I, I am possibly the most uh, accomplished person in this particular field, so, you know, this is for your benefit. So, let's, uh, let's, let's discuss this group endeavor. I, I appreciate Wayne's uh, phallic um, play hand motions that he's doing. <laughs> My goodness. I he's, blush. <laughs> Justin is literally making the jack-off motion for everyone that did not catch that particular subtle comedic hint. Okay, so um, so I'd like to talk about how you all managed to come together at a very dire time of need to save a great many people. Was there a, maybe a, a leader in this particular endeavor, or were you a unified group? I'd love to get your opinion. We literally split up into two different groups. 
would, and went our separate ways. I would say that we all agreed together that splitting into two groups would be for the benefit. I knew we could save more people if we worked together. So perhaps a, a collective instead of a, a singularly guided team. Interesting. Very, very interesting. It, uh, it certainly does line up with the analytics we have for uh, your particular group. We don't have very many uh, group superheroes come through, but your uh, extenuating circumstances has forced you into a very interesting position, and you are all just doing so well with it. <laughs> I do have to ask, Mr. Wayne, how do you feel being reintroduced to the world of the supers, considering your... Uh, history. Yeah, I haven't processed that one yet. Ah, I see, I see. I'm not surprised. Uh, do you feel at all responsible for these younger individuals? Nah. Oh. This has been a scintillating <laughs> conversation. Uh, alright. Well, I guess I should have expected as much from Mr. Wayne. I would love to uh, get the rest of your feedback on this particular endeavor. Uh, Crystal Rainbow, mm. there was an instance where um, really the only fatality may be potentially laid at uh, your, or rather Mr. Biscuit's feet, who is your charge. I really have to ask how you feel about that particular situation. I don't feel great about that at all, sir. Oh, I didn't know that it happened. Mr. Biscuit's carried too many people. You know, and one fell off. You should look at this as a moment of learning, and not a moment of um, true regret. I mean, I know we can't save everybody, but it was hard to watch. I must say... Help me, counselor. <laughs> I must say, you are taking it fairly well, considering, especially since you have a certain... Uh, trepidation when it comes to more strenuous circumstances, but I would like to uh, offer this piece of wisdom. You can't save everybody. No one can. Not even King Ultra, not the Destroyer, not any of the superheroes in this entire world have saved everyone they've ever tried to save. So maybe take this as a moment to understand your limits a little better and mitigate that uh, negative consequence a little bit more in the future. You will never be able to take it to zero, but maybe close, at least. So. Thank you, I'll try. Yes. <laughs> My God, stop crying. <laughs> you know what? You let her be. Yes, we are all in a safe space. Jackie, I would like to uh, also bring up Miss Jackie, since you are so uh, maybe uh, the best term is abrasive to this uh, particular style of conversation, how you uh, brought forth a, a combat that was not necessarily necessary uh, by your own failure, and then was quite unable to cease that combat. I did what I thought was best. Mm. I fell through a ceiling Indeed. and was confronted with someone shooting fire out of their hands. What would you have done? Said, oh, Let's discuss this. How are your feelings right now? No, I wanted to punch him in the face. I do have to ask that maybe that immediate reaction to physically lash out at this individual is somewhat contrary to your strengths, in a way. Uh, I do believe that you are a uh, more ranged, specialized individual. Is this maybe 
you finding that you are not pursuing the proper path, or are you just reckless? I fell through a ceiling and ended up where I was at. Indeed, but there are many options. Not in a room full of fire. Hmm. How did you fall through the ceiling? I was taking a look in this floor below us, and... We, we couldn't get through the doors. There was too much fire. Oh. There was too much odd, oddly moving fire. Sorry, I had to skip that floor. I had to see what this oddly moving fire was. And so I dug through the ceiling, or the floor, whatever. The floor from the floor above. And then I fell through. That wasn't part of the plan. It just happened, and I ran with it. Because what else are you going to do when you're confronted with someone shooting fire out of their hands? True. Invite them to a tea party? No. I don't want to make a game. <laughs> I have to ask, are you not entirely confident in your energy-generating weapons? He was really close. I didn't want the kickback on myself. Mm, interesting. I figured okay. it would have hit me really hard and thrown me more into the fire, which I did not want. Perhaps this is a uh, something of a learning experience for you, in whatever way you might take it. So, you know, ponder that a little bit I mean, on the inside, mm. not the outside. We've all heard the outside. Uh, Jocelyn, it seems like mm. you may have uh, done a little bit more with your power than you are normally capable of. That rope lasted a very long time. You know, uh, I usually rely on do, drawing out whatever I may need at the time, but I came to the realization that Crystal, Ro um, Crystal Rainbow might have been using the rope with people and trying to hoist people places, and if I had drawn anything else, then that rope would have potentially disappeared, and God knows I don't want that on my hands. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Oh my God, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's a thing! Yeah, I took every bit of power I had not to... I mean, once once I've drawn that, I'm kind of limited on what else I can do if I wanted, because I have to really concentrate on trying to keep that up, and that is the longest, I think, especially without outside of my range of keeping something open. But, you know, knowing my limitations, I suppose, is it's always a good thing. And also trying those limitations, possibly, mm. is... Uh, you, you clearly did this time around, and... Maybe continue doing so. And I'm, I'm sorry for leaving behind with fire hands, guy, but I didn't know what else to do. No, that was fine. I would not have wanted to be responsible for you if you fell through that hole as well. <laughs> I didn't think fair you could have drawn your way out of that. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. But you saw the fire first. Weird fire. I'm still confused about what happened. So, so we get to the sixth floor... And we opened the door, and the fire was moving. So, I, and I, I saw, I saw it. And so I had us not. It's hard to explain. Okay. Um. But it's like you can consider it, I guess, a, a, a vision of some sort of of being able to see this and and witnessing this and and knowing that this is bad and and it scared you. Well, like, yeah. Your vision. Well, yeah, I mean, the the, fire, the way the fire was moving and the way that it looked, I was for sure, I just had this gut instinct that that's where he was. And I knew, like, that's not something I could handle on my own. And we'd all kind of talked about, like, we don't need to be separate if we find, mm -hmm. if we find him, so. I didn't plan on falling through the floor. Well, I guess my thing is, if she told you about the fire, why did you have to see it for yourself? Why couldn't you just trust her and... 
because we didn't actually know if there was anyone else on that floor yet. We wanted to, I needed to see what was going on. That I mean, fire moving, that's pretty odd. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we knew there was a fireman. This did end up leading to this, you know, saving of 12 people. So that's true. Right. 12, yeah. One can only lay so much blame at the feet of Jackie. I'm, I'm not she blaming did, anybody. I'm just... She did lead to a very I good was just thing. wondering why... She needed to dig in through the floor. I mean, ultimately, my we were going to have to go into that floor. Mm-hmm. I just didn't, I didn't want it to it us just, to do it on our own. It just but scares me to I think mean, of y'all dealing with him by yourself. I just figured a little recon on the floor would have not <laughs> been such a bad idea before we walked into a burning floor. For sure, especially since the paint was already melting off the door. So you know, it's a little hotter on that one. <laughs> and yeah, this is all wonderfully constructive conversation. Is it? I. I do appreciate your uh, candor in this situation. So, um, I do have a, uh, a question to ask you that is something of a uh, personal question for the group, I think. Uh, this is something of a oddity in our licensing circumstances where you have tested as a group and uh, maybe not done... 100% successfully, but as a group have done very well and progressed very well as a team. So, would the option of being licensed as a team be a satisfactory ending to this, or would only the licensing of each individual person be okay with you? And if you have questions, feel free to ask. I mean... Before before this, I was just gonna be on my own. I've never, never really had to do that too much. My, I mean, anyway. Um, if you guys would have me, I know, I know that you know I'm not like the strongest person around or anything, but I would enjoy keeping you guys in a group. I mean, I feel like I could grow with you guys, which is important, right? So growth is very important. Look. Proctologist, hey, I, um, I don't need uh, a piece of paper to wait, tell me uh, what I am. I'm just here because this is the way the world's going. So you license me however you need to. I will remind you that I'm not a doctor of the butt. Um, Did you say your name was a proctologist? I am a proctor. There Pro- is, proctor. Uh, yeah, <laughs> there are several letters that are different there. I, uh, I mean, you are yeah, blind, whatever. so I can't exactly expect you to uh, fully grasp that I uh um, but he has super he, hearing <laughs> yeah. but he knows the alphabet like what uh, so okay Wayne you are uh willing okay uh I, in your own way I guess I, I do have a question you did say we could ask questions yes absolutely what if what if we get licensed as a group but then somebody decides to leave the group uh then the uh group as a whole would lose their license oh. one uh must abide by the strict structure of their license. Uh, Many have different levels. Uh, In a very particular circumstance such as this, it would be a possibly a temporary license for each of you, but wrapped under the umbrella of a group license in which you act as a unit. If one of you acted on your own, it would not be protected under the various legal and uh, socially acceptable norms of the license, so you would have to act as a singular unit. So, that is something certainly to keep in mind. Thank you. You're very welcome, Jocelyn. That was a great question. I for sure want to be in the team. 
Mr. Biscuits does also have a say. Mr. Biscuits, do you want to be in the team? Mr. Biscuits nods emphatically. Yay. And uh, Wayne hears, fuck yes. <laughs> <laughs> I kiss him on the cheek. Jackie? I wasn't really planning on being part of a group, per se. But, but it did help when I fell through a ceiling. <laughs> and there were other people there. I wasn't really planning on that. So yeah, fine. Group's fine. I must ask Jackie, did this burning building experience at all uh, affect how you feel about operating as an individual versus as a teen? Well, I... Mm, I'd rather do it on my own, but I can see in situations there it would not be the best choice since I couldn't even punch the guy in the face that hard. So I mean, to be fair, I tried something and didn't succeed either, so... And next time we can be there to hold your feet so you don't fall through in the first place. <laughs> yeah, not, not just me. I'm not. I'm, I'm fairly weak, so... I mean, having somebody else around could be great. Yeah, fine. I'll be part of your group. Hmm. It sounds like uh, maybe we've all just progressed just a little. All right. Um, I will take these things into account when we do the uh, final scoring of this licensing exam. I do have to uh, ask this as a uh, something of a quality assurance uh, situation. You are being currently recorded, and uh, I want to ask you how you felt about your experience in the licensing exam. If you could rate it between one and five and give me a very uh, succinct but revealing opinion about it. That would be great. Three. For lack of instruction at uh, the beginning. We will take that into consideration. And being rushed at the beginning. <laughs> Very well. Is one low or high? Uh, one will be low. We'll say that. My rating remains the same. Thank you very much, Jocelyn. Your, uh, your opinion will be taken into consideration. Mm. Thank you. I'll give it a two. <gasps> okay. Do you have any following comments? I came here to get licensed by myself, and y'all stuck me with a group of people I don't know, and then y'all didn't give us instructions, and then I got a tree thrown at me and almost caught on fire. Give it a two. Wow. Great constructive criticism. Mm -hmm. All right. Wayne, would you like to... What do you think I'm going to say? I'm thinking you're going to give it a one. Yeah, this ain't how you make heroes. Yeah, I'm not surprised in any way. All right, I think that's enough from you. Uh, <laughs> Crystal Rainbow, how do you feel about this? Five stars. I learned a lot, and I love you all. Oh, I love you too. <laughs> Crystal Rainbow, you are an inspiration to us all. Thank uh, you. Mr. Biscuits, would you like to weigh in on this? <laughs> And Mr. Biscuits literally just clops his foot three times. Oh, Mr. Biscuits. And uh, Wayne hears, I only got to kill one guy. <laughs> That's it. I saved, oh, damn it. I saved so many, but I only got to kill one. God damn it. And then uh, <laughs> the, uh, the proctor Sorry. says, oh, all right, all right. Well, you are a unicorn of discerning taste. I will certainly pass along the message. All right. Um... <laughs> You Can the proctor understand Mr. Biscuits? You don't know. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> it seems like he got something out of that, but uh, you don't you don't know what Mr. Biscuits said, so you have no idea if his reaction was in any way, shape, or form related to what he said. Uh, so the proctor says, 
I, uh, I think that we will have to deliberate about this a little bit, so please, if um, you don't mind going back into the neutral state, we will discuss this, and uh, when you come back out of the doors, we will have our final answer for you. You will either walk out of here licensed, or you will not. Uh, please, give us just a moment. This is something of an interesting case. You are very special and individual people. Please, wait just a moment. And then Mr. Sparky kind of like floats back in and uh, everything just kind of dissolutes back into blackness. And uh, you guys are stuck currently in the black space, which he called the neutral state. So you are kind of free for a minute. It's going to take them a minute to deliberate. So uh, if you want to talk or do anything, uh, by all means, feel free. So there's nothing in the neutral space. It's just blackness. Okay. You can't even actually tell what you're standing on. It's just like, it's just an orb of dark that you just are oh. like in. Your I, don't, I don't like that. Can I try to cast illusion? I guess on myself. I don't know. Can I cast that on multiple people? Uh, you can at later uh, levels. I think you just have the first I level. I level up. three illusion. Um, okay, but do you, what kind of PMVs do you have for it? Don't have anything, any no, we're gonna have to figure that one okay. out. Yeah, because that's what defines like your range and how many targets you have and Ooh, how long nice. it lasts and okay. all that kind of stuff. So yeah, we're gonna have to figure that one out. Well, I will cast it upon myself um, then and put myself in a pretty meadow. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. So you kind of give yourself a fancy uh, like wonderscape for yourself and you're just like, oh, this y'all is are all fantastic. in it, obviously, but I just don't want to be in a dark room. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. So there's no light at all, like we can't even see each other? You can see each other. Like you, okay. It's like kind of uh, the Matrix-y stuff. I say that a lot. It's kind of like the Matrix-y style stuff yeah. and they're like waiting for things to load in where it's just like them standing in just like sheer darkness, okay. you know? Like, and they're just like waiting for the world to kind of coalesce around them. Um, so you guys can see each other, communicate with each other, everything, uh, okay. but you're just in the dark uh, waiting for whatever community of people is, you know, levying judgment upon you. So, yeah, um, you, you got a minute uh, because it's like I said, kind of a weird situation. So, I didn't realize that there weren't groups of superheroes and that that wasn't very common. I hadn't heard of it. Uh, I will throw this one out there for or Wayne because he does have previous knowledge of these things. That in the past, the way that superheroes worked is that they were part of teams. It was very rare for a singular uh, superhero to be striking off on their own. If they were, it was typically kind of like a vigilante situation, like sort of like Batman outside of Justice League kind of style. Uh, but that's kind of how uh, superheroes operated back in the day. Now that it's licensed, they are uh, the people who are licensed to operate individually do so. Um, and then will kind of be like kind of mercenary style, like opted into groups. The only solid group that's left is the Ultra Squad, who have like a set roster that they use and then will occasionally bring in other people as like freelancers. But the world that was before was almost entirely based off of like teams of people who got together and acted as like a unit. So just throwing that one out there as information that Wayne would have that maybe you guys wouldn't. So. I will say that it seems almost uh, and kind of insulting to say that we'll be licensed as a group, but if one of us leaves, then we're not equal to the whole, which I guess makes sense. But to say that we're, we shouldn't be licensed individually, that's kind of odd. It's just a piece of paper, girl. It's a piece of Have paper that keeps of us out team? of trouble, right? Yeah. Long time ago. Hmm. Wayne... 
How old are you? 53. Oh. Old as mountains. Um, I... That's why I tell my students. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, so you were here before the big change, right? Yep. So I'm gonna, I'll come clean a little bit and tell you. Because I don't, I don't know much about all of this. My parents have been kind of um, protective of me, I guess you could say, when it regards regarding supers and supernatural abilities. But so I'm a little, I guess, naive, you could say, in regards to this world of things, the side of it. So this is new. But I'm, I'm glad that I met you guys. It's made it a little bit easier to acclimate into it. All right. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know what my question was anymore. I was a little, I don't know. I don't know. Bridge that character down. So, what a is that bit. drawing thing exactly? Because those are some creepy creatures that you created. Um, your turtle, turtle shell thing is weird too. It's a shield. I made it. It's literally made out of metal, it's just mechanics. You literally draw a picture and it comes to life. That's pretty okay, odd. Okay, well, you draw out schematics and then you make what you drew. Did you? Do you not? Yeah, but yours literally comes off the page. So, um, I'm more efficient than you are. Oh, snap. <laughs> Shit. Uh, sorry. Proctor. <laughs> I think I'm rethinking this whole team thing. Where are you at? One Mrs. sick burn. Mr. Spark God. says... Proctor is currently unavailable. Shut the fuck up, Sparky. Oh, you too. <laughs> it's just really odd to see a stick figure unicorn like trotting past you on a train. I mean, it was, the Godzilla it thing was, was cute though. I did oh. like that one. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I don't know. It just can't. It just kind of came about. It's not something that you know I'm aware that runs in my family or any anything like that. So I mean, it just kind of started happening. I can't really explain it. Hmm. Just like, I mean... It's interesting. Comes in handy, I guess. Thanks. So does your metal work. Thanks. I mean, the shield saved us a couple times. All right, yeah, it did. That's why I made it. All right, so, as you guys are discussing, a voice comes through Mr. Sparky that is not Mr. Sparky's voice. It says, A decision has been made. As that voice comes uh, calling through Mr. Sparky, the doors that you guys initially walked through open up again, and you guys are uh, not necessarily in the same space, but it seems kind of the same uh, aesthetic of that space. Uh, but instead of like a foyer-style uh, entryway, you guys are in a uh, enclosed room with a very high kind of desk-style dais kind of situation where there are uh, four people sitting behind that desk and this seems to be to all of you very clearly the uh, deciding people on whether or not you are going to pass your licensing exam and uh, as you guys uh, i assume enter the room because who wants to sit in a dark space you recognize a couple of the people between all of you jackie you recognize a woman who's named beth not boom beth thank you very much um, but instead, <laughs> about to say, this is a uh, gold fist Beth, who is one of the greatest tinkerers and masterminds behind the mechanical and electrical engineering world that the world has ever seen. She is one of the original founders of the Ultra Squad, and I would imagine probably a uh, 
something of a hero for you, even if like the superhero aspect is not involved. The things that she's invented are a inspiration for you uh, in your work because you are in a very similar field. And Crystal Rainbow, you actually don't recognize anyone because you basically live in fucking nowhere and mm-hmm. don't know shit. Uh, Jocelyn, you and everyone else, actually, uh, especially Wayne, reckon, recognize uh, someone who's named King Ultra. He is a very large, very stout, very powerful man, and he has, in this particular instance, uh, a kind of ephemeral glowing crown over his head that those of you who are more familiar with him, like Wayne, recognize that that is his kind of manifestation of his power. Like when he is fully powered up, that's kind of how it is visibly uh, seen. So you, Wayne especially, know that he is not fucking around. Like this, he's taking this very, very seriously. He's not sitting in normal, like normal human form. He's sitting in his fully superpowered form. But Jocelyn, you recognize him, but you don't know who he necessarily is. You just recognize the face. You don't know his name. You don't know anything about him. You don't even the the crown is kind of weird for you, but something about him is just very, very familiar, and you can't quite place why uh it's just a thing that you're like wait i i swear i've seen that guy before and not like a celebrity version like i've met him in some kind of like intimate circumstances some fresh some like circumstance like uh, like he maybe it was like a friend of family or like something like that like it was like you've seen him multiple times when maybe you were younger and just like that face is stuck in your head so um so that's kind of what you're walking into for four people sending at the dies and uh, they are all looking down on you as you walk in. And uh, Goldfist will stand up and say, Well, <clears throat> that was an interesting test you had. You guys uh, really uh, took, a, took a weird turn on that one, didn't you? Uh, I mean, the start was a little rough. I mean, I know the Destroyer, he's a bit, he's a bit tough on people. Not much of one for you know, holding anything back. But you guys actually did give him a little bit of a run for his money at first, so not not terrible, not terrible. Uh, that initial interview was a little weird, a little weird. I think that maybe uh, you guys got some uh, <clears throat> things to work out. Just throwing it out there. Look, I'm not the proctor. I'm not going to talk about growth and shit. <laughs> like, let's all, let's all face it that whatever he's fucking selling, I ain't buying. Like, it's cool, but he is incredible at analyzing incoming people. So let's just, let's just set aside his weird way of saying everything and just take it at face value. You got some things to work out. You do, as a group, and individually, you got some shit to work out. But, we do see some, some potential. Your, uh, you know, fire scenario went very well. Only one singular person died. You actually have the highest score of anyone who came in here for that particular test. It was incredible to watch all of you work as a team. So, as the proctor said, we give you an option. You either take a group license, or you all fail. I'm sorry to put it in such blunt words, but that's kind of how we have to play this game. And then uh, you guys see King Ultra stand up and he says, I'd take the deal if I was you. Okay. I'm in. 
Yeah, whatever. Fine. Great. Now that we have your uh, permission, we can get the paperwork going. So I'll leave that to uh, Miss Wanda. And he like motions to his right, who has like a, and it's like a, a woman who's like real stringy and thin, just like this super nerdy, like gigantic, like <laughs> bottle glass glasses sitting next to him. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got the paperwork right here. And uh, he just kind of nods and walks back out. And uh, Goldfisk goes, well, that was, uh, uh, yeah, that was professional. Okay, cool. Uh, but yeah, uh, welcome to uh, the officially licensed world of uh, superheroes. I do have to mention, since you're a group and uh, we do have a certain um, uh, system in place for housing and you know payment and all that, uh, you will technically all have to live together. So, I mean, <laughs> you're gonna have to kind of get used to that. I'm so sorry uh, that's just you know, the letter of the law, as it were. That's how we have to play. Question. Yes, um, absolutely. Jo- Jocelyn. Jocelyn, um, yes. Guess- Goldfist, yes. Oh, nice to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you, too. I'd shake your hand, but you're like 60 feet below me. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and anyway, um, we do get our own rooms, correct? Oh, yes, absolutely. It'll be a suite. Okay. It'll be a suite. And okay, actually, uh, the only one we have left after all the other licensees is uh, got a great little access to the roof. Honestly, you guys are... Uh, really getting a great deal here. I mean, you have to live with Wayne, but, you know. Oh, well, Wayne's really nice. Have you smelled him recently? Uh, you kind of get used he to it. He does it's... smell a little bit like horse butthole. No, you don't. Well, you don't get used to it. No. You take a no. shower. Speaking of Look, buzzing when... horse butthole, where yeah. would Mr. Biscuits go? Uh, there are uh, uh, amenities for such creatures uh, at the, the base of the, the tower. Um, the, sorry, the apartment is actually in uh, the one of the superhero complex towers, and, you know, there's kind of a something of a stable of super creatures, as it were. You're not the only one who has a, a friend, okay. you know. So, that yeah, be okay, he, he'll have quick and easy access to you if you need him, and awesome. from what I've seen, he's very capable of getting to you if you need him, so, uh, yeah. Um, I have a business to run. Oh. I can't just leave my shit. Okay. Um, we have certain uh, assistants who can uh, guide you in this matter. Uh, we have literally people who are on retainer to run certain small businesses. However you would like them to be run, you give them a certain structure and uh, they will kind of act as your proxy. Uh, obviously, you know, the larger decisions, it will defer to you, but I do very much have to stress, this is kind of a take-it-or-leave-it deal. Uh, we have certain legal obligations and regulations that we have to uh, abide by. Yeah, I just thought I was going to come in, do a test, get my license, go home. And, you know, if you had personally succeeded, that would be exactly the case. You would have been free to go about your business. I mean, you would have had a a place to stay here, and if you had maybe been a little bit uh, questionable in the interview section, we may have had you stay here, but... Uh, you know, there was also the option of, you know, if everything had gone perfectly well, maybe you could have just walked out of here and had your license, but that's not really how uh, that worked. No, is it? Uh, I mean, 
not everything works the first time around. Second uh, question? Yes. Jocelyn, um, right? Yes, Jocelyn. Uh, yes, Goldfist. Yes. Um, and this is, this is for Jackie, um, okay. specifically in mind. If we accept this group license, is that stopping us from in the future, even the near future, possibly coming in to test on our own? Absolutely not. You are, in fact, uh, a slight step ahead of the generally incoming people. You already are technically licensed, so you will have a, I mean, something of an easier time because we will have a file on you already uh, that we can base off of. So, you know, provided you do well in your secondary testing, should you decide to do that, you could very easily become individually licensed with now without any restrictions whatsoever i mean this is uh, this is all things that are uh beyond my control it took years and years and years of negotiation to make this the way that it is now so i know that it's maybe not the preferred way to do it but we make every possible attempt to make it possible for you to continue both your super powered into a uh, career and also maintain the life that you have known you know beforehand as much as possible you might find that these things are sometimes uh clashing uh as many of us do but we do everything in our power to make it a smooth and uh you know, less less painful transition so you know we're, we'll work with you we'll work with you it's fine uh, whatever you think that you need we'll try and do our best to make that a possibility but we like i said have regulations i'm sorry you did reasonably well in your uh testing but as a group licensed uh set of superheroes you have to remain within a certain distance of each other or else you are not under the protection of that certain legal umbrella that we can provide so is there some kind of probationary period for this group license uh as in you can leave mm -hmm. um to a certain extent yes there 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 certainly is um you are not you know expected to immediately just uproot your entire life the day of you have a couple of days that you can take to oh, days. uh set your you know affairs in order and by all means use all the uh, resources that we have available which are extensive and powerful so anything that you could possibly imagine uh that you would need is available within reason so uh especially you with a small business i would uh suggest that you go and speak to maybe our um you know legal department and our business and financial advisors uh about maybe what we can do to make both of these things possible I'm sure we can come to an equitable uh, arrangement where you are able to pursue your superhero career and also maintain your business without having to physically be there. We have people who will work as your proxy, like I said. So, uh, I imagine Wayne is fine. Uh, your uh, dumpster will stay as it is. Uh, Crystal Rainbow, you are um, allowed to continue your... Uh, YouTube uh, career to a certain extent there are certain things that we will have to discuss uh, about uh, you know exposing secrets and such so just from here on out please when you uh, videotape or whatever it is that you do to 
take pictures or whatever. If it involves super pound individuals who are licensed, please bring it to us before you post it so that we can make sure that no one is being exposed in a dangerous way. And after that, you will be free to make as much money off of that as you are capable of doing, which as far as I can tell is quite a bit. So thank you. just know that, you know, this is fine and you will have access to an enormous amount of things to videotape but just please be very careful about it please come to us before you do so and you are by all means allowed to continue okay and jocelyn i do have to ask uh we cannot necessarily hide your existence in the records of those who are licensed but we can uh you from the statement that goes out publicly of who has been. I assume that you would like for that to happen. Yes, please. Yes. Okay. Um, I do have to ask if your particular circumstance uh, familiarly is going to be an issue. It's a really hard question to answer. I think that a rough estimate of the likelihood of maybe <laughs> your family suing us in any way shape or form is probably enough to f- check this particular checkbox off like well, if I mean, they were to find out in some like if a photographer put your face up on a newspaper or something would do you think your family would sue us or do you think that they would mostly take it out on you I don't think there would be any suit action against you, no. Okay, so that's good. Okay, so as long as it's a personal matter, then then, then we're all good here. I think that uh, we can just give this a nice ka-chunk uh, cleared, and uh, you are now all officially licensed superheroes as a group. So, do you have a name for your group? We're the goddamn Challengers. Without the, the goddamn. Yeah. Uh, I assumed the goddamn would be redacted. All right, all right. Challenges. Hold the my hand up for a high five. Interesting. Nobody high five. High five, high yes. five. Oh, God, Jesus. Uh, Mr. Biscuits tries to high five, but can only go so high. I give him a low five. I got five. it. Low five. Got it. Uh, challenges. I, I like it. It's, uh, it seems fitting a little bit. Uh, all right, so... The challengers. Good joke. <laughs> stamp I, uh, action. Stamp action. Yes. Uh, so I. I do uh, have a question. Yes. Okay. So, since I'll be living in this commune, um, uh, I get all of my parts for my suit from my junkyard. Right. And since I probably won't be going there, I guess anymore. Or is that prohibited? Or... I mean, you can go there, but you would not be allowed to take any kind of superpowered actions while there or on the way there or back. And your experiments would be somewhat limited, depending on their uh, limited. legal ramifications. Well, I'm not going to like create a, a nuclear bomb or something. Yes, I but... I just want to upgrade my outfit. Does my character know about anyone in the superhero community that does portals? Uh, you actually know the guy who was uh, trimming the plants, uh, you know, when you guys first came there, when you got, you recognize someone who was like taking care of the plants and everything, the green haired guy, you know that he actually is a like pocket dimension creator. Like that's like his whole shtick. Like and probably was the originator of the whole neutral space thing. 
Like, he's probably the one powering that. I don't know this. Can we set her up with a neutral space? Mm, it's, uh... She ain't gonna be a hero without her stuff. It's uh, certainly a possibility, yes. Uh, or are you gonna supply me with things? Because I need to upgrade my stuff. We could also supply you with things. I mean, we would have to uh, decide on a certain, uh, I guess, it's essentially a bartering system. You know, you do things for us, we supply certain things for you, or you could just operate solely off of your junkyard either way. And a workstation? A uh, workstation could very easily be set up in your room. Okay, fine. Okay. I'm glad that we could come to a uh, understanding, especially since I already could chunk to you. <laughs> so you could chunk it. Oh, could I? Could I? Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> Badunka chunk. Badunka chunk. <laughs> that is our name. Change it. Badunka chunk. <laughs> you already got chunked. Fuck it. Damn it. Okay. Um, so. Uh, <laughs> a uh, couple of people come in, like, you know, from the door that you guys essentially, you know, arrived from, but on the other side of the door is actually open space again instead of the neutral space that you guys have been dealing with uh, throughout your trials. And uh, a couple of people come through and are like, okay, follow me, follow me, we'll show you to your uh, amenities and yada, yada, yada. And uh, the people on top of the dais just kind of filter out and disappear. And uh, you guys are led very, very high up to the very top of the tower where you guys have a suite of rooms. It's kind of just like large bedrooms with like an extra room on top of it, like attached to it and like, you know, your own bathroom. Like it's actually pretty swanky considering most of you probably have not had uh, like very high brow living you know, involved in your lives. So it's pretty sweet, you know, so, but you guys all have this one singular kind of living space and uh, access to the roof. And when you guys are showed in, uh, there's a note on the table uh, that says, meet me in the basement at your first possible convenience slash Ultra King. Mm. Well, that doesn't sound suspect at all. Is that... Amazed he can write. <laughs> anybody? Can anybody tell me who that the really large gentleman with the glowing crown? What was his name? That's Ultra King. That that's Ultra King. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Why? Why just? Uh, I recognize his face. Yeah, he's like one of the most popular superheroes. He's pretty well known. I'm surprised that you wouldn't have seen something with him in it. Sure. I don't know. I don't know him either. Just, I just, I don't think I've ever seen his face on <clears throat> TV or in a picture. But some somehow I recognized him. I just, I just thought I'd ask. I'm sorry. I will throw this one out there just as like a side note. Uh, he has been retired for about 10 years. So. But I mean, uh, wouldn't there be like. I mean, he's incredibly famous. He's yeah. the most famous person in the entire world. Yeah. Yes. But Sorry, Crystal. Also has been retired. For, <laughs> I live on a ranch. Like. Yeah. Also has been retired TV for or anything like that. around about ten years or so. So. Is this uh, apartment little complex fully furnished? Yeah, fully furnished. There's beds, couches, uh, potted plants. Yeah, I mean, basically, 
anything. Wi-Fi. Yeah, Wi-Fi. <laughs> Wi-Fi in each individual room. There's a router in every room. Oh. Uh, <clears throat> I know. Smart TVs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's fully furnished. Um, anything that you could possibly want. And then the people who are guiding you in there are like, if there's anything that you need, just please let us know. Uh, we'll, we'll provide anything that we can. And uh, if there's something that we can't provide, please, by all means, go uh, and ask some of the support crew. And we'll, we'll, we'll get it figured out. We'll get it figured out. Uh, so, yeah. I will throw a flask of whiskey onto the couch in the common room and say, there, I moved in. <laughs> Your guys are like, oh, all right. Yeah, are we not going to be able to get like our own clothes and things? I didn't no, really you can't. come prepared. Yeah, you, like, like I said, bef- uh, like Goldfist, sorry, said before, uh, you have a couple of days to kind of like get your affairs in order and kind of move about. So whatever like stuff you need to get from home or whatever like you know arrangements you need to make, uh, you have a couple of days to do that, and we can kind of like touch on those things here real quick uh, before we move on to uh, whatever it is you're gonna do. So uh, do you guys want to go do something specific like gathering of stuff or uh, having interactions with like family or friends or like whatever? Or, nope. Uh, okay. Yeah, I talk to the legal team. I get my stuff. I let my family know what's going on with the junkyard because it's a family business. Right. I have a lot of shit to do. Yeah. Yeah. I just choose a room that has windows and good sunlight. Yeah, you find one that has an incredible view of the city. So uh, you have great, great vantage point. So lots of things to draw. I don't need anything. I'm good. I'm just setting right. my one back down and... Yeah, I brought what I needed with me. I go, oh, okay. I didn't go find Crystal Rainbow, I guess. Okay. <laughs> we can go get Mr. Biscuit settled. What side of the, the suite are y'all on? Because I'm going to be on the opposite side. <laughs> <laughs> like my room. I figure it's like a... They'll, they'll take the north side. You can take the south side. Great, thank good, you. Because I don't want to hear your tinkering all day. I have a portal to my junkyard. <laughs> Y'all won't hear it. Yeah, so we'll, we'll say that you kind of uh, negotiated that little bit. Yeah. Um, and we'll kind of have a certain level of limitation to it, but uh, they would be more inclined to allow you to experiment inside of the tower than in your own junkyard. So they are oh. pretty accommodating uh, because of just regulation reasons. Okay. So um, they there is a person that they essentially assign to your business to kind of like run it how you would like to be run, but also to kind of act as a like a regulatory person to make sure that you're not like bringing back like crazy nuclear reactors and like <laughs> weird crazy shit that's gonna- No like, nuclear reactors. <clears throat> yeah, they're, they're basically just there to make sure things. that you're not, like they're, 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 they're kind of like the TSA of your portal where they're like, okay, I mean, I, make, I, I can see how these things make sense, but they're pretty savvy. So like if you're like bringing stuff back to like, you know, make an ultra death laser that destroys the planet, they're gonna be like, hey, maybe not so much. I would like to upgrade so my energy blast <laughs> right. to an ultra death um, rate, please. So you have a certain level of leeway, but you know, if you wanna bring back something super dangerous, There's you're gonna have to either, yeah. you're either gonna have to work with them or try and stick the bass kind of thing. Right. So um, that's kind of the arrangement that you have set okay. with them and they're gonna help you run your business while you're doing your stuff okay so we can kind of uh cover that you know 
you know, mm-hmm. as we go. Is there like a training area or like a shooting range or something? Yeah, there is. Okay, cool. This is a superhero complex. Okay, full yes. on Hunger Games trials. I just need to situation. make sure yeah, there, I can make my videos. Yeah, there are uh, a slew of like obstacle courses and shooting ranges nice. and long distance shooting ranges and all kind like anything that you could imagine as far as like training goes. They they've got it. Like, Perfect. I mean, and if all else fails, they got the fucking like danger zone like neutral state area where they can just basically kind of make mm. whatever. Cool. So if you okay. uh, talk to uh, green hair you could probably get some shit going nice yeah they probably even have a bow flex <laughs> they probably <laughs> have get my, at my least on. one bow flex <laughs> should we go see we have to king go ultra. ultra yeah we have to king go down ultra. to the basement is that what, where the stables are what basement? can you tell me that i would know about king ultra uh okay like personality so, wise uh wayne you have a lot more knowledge in general of kind of the situation uh at large than most everyone else. You know that the King Ultra that is of today uh, is not the original King Ultra. Uh, It was actually two brothers. There was King Ultra and Duke Ultra. Um, The original King Ultra died during the conflict that caused the Earth to be shattered in the way that it was uh, and brought back together by uh, a previous member of the Ultra Squad. And uh, the current King Ultra was his brother, Anton, and he was the previous Duke Ultra, now King Ultra. So uh, the power passed down from his brother to him. And uh, he kind of basically did what his brother kind of wished for the world and dismantled a lot of the uh, criminal organizations uh, and, and kind of put the world at peace and then basically retired because he didn't want to continue without his brother. So they were the two people who started the Ultra Squad, built it to the way it was, and when his brother died, he attempted to continue, but he just didn't have the heart for it, and eventually retired, but is still technically King Ultra, because that's you know that's who he is, but is not technically the leader of, King, uh, of Ultra Squad anymore. Actually, uh, Goldfist is now the leader of uh, the Ultra Squad. He relinquished any power that he had and basically retired to live a relatively normal life. But he, you know, he helps the Ultra Squad as kind of a perfunctory assistant guy, essentially. So as a DM and knowing my character, would your sense be that I would have respect for him or disdain for him? um, It depends on how you viewed the Ultra Brothers in general. Uh, the original King Ultra was very much like kind of a Superman-esque, like the law is the law and we're going to follow that and it's going to be to the letter and everyone's going to live happily ever after. So and I hated him. Yeah, you would have hated him. Duke Ultra is kind of the in-between between King Ultra and the Destroyer. The Destroyer was like, you just point me in a direction, I'm going to fight. And Duke Ultra was like, I want like the world to be better but I don't necessarily think that I am like oh, that any of us really have a say on what that better world is. So he's kind of more of like a libertarian King Ultra, I guess it is. Like he wants to leave like the world under the control of the people who don't have the superpowers because they have the most to lose. I think would be the best way to describe his stance on it. He he did uh, he like completed the the efforts of his older brother as like kind of an honoring to him after he died but once that was done he basically left the world to their own devices and said you have to figure out a way to make this work uh the greatest evil has been destroyed so the greatest good is now going to bed 
So he's kind of the the uh, neutral party. So I think that Wayne would have a certain level of, res- level of respect for him, but not like like a worshiping kind of respect. It would be like I I I respect the decision he made, but he sh- like he should not have done maybe all of the things that he did on his brother's behalf. So it's kind of a tempered I tempered gotcha. respect. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So you guys have been invited to. Uh, meet with him. Do you guys just hop on down uh, down there? Yeah. Okay. I guess. Uh, oh yeah. So you wanted to do something with Mr. Brisket real quick um, before we? I was just wondering if the stables were in the basement or if there's like a level below. Um, they're actually on the ground level. Uh, there's like a like an actual literal stables where there's like an open chunk of the building where there are a slew of like weird and crazy <laughs> and powerful like creatures that are there like you see a pegasus just nice. hopping up in there like uh mr biscuit says i am that pegasus right. pretty fucking hard but there's like a there's like a keep, keep it classy mr biscuit yeah. but, there, but there's like a like a giant warthog with like spikes coming out of it awesome. and like a, just cool. a just like a slew of animals with like these like like uh, militaristic like uh, adaptations that it seems to be like maybe they were adapted to become something awesome and like so it's a, he's in good company okay. in this particular we'll drop him yeah off. I'm, gonna try, I'm gonna try to pit anybody that I can <laughs> oh there's plenty of uh, roll a roll a mind check do they have those little no, roll, roll soul checks those sorry. little dispensers check. with like food like at a pitting yeah game. yeah like it's it's <laughs> aren't these like sentient creatures like like they, they still like snacks they're not like succeeded by two okay so you actually find a couple of good friends in there and like you oh. find, like the pig with the spikes is like oh fuck yes Everybody yeah, he's loves like, snacks and he's, pets. He's just chomping right out of your hands. And the Pegasus <laughs> is like, hell yeah, man. Like yeah. eating a, like a corn cob that you handed him or something. Nice. Like, yeah, like the people who were running the place were like, hey, you want to come talk with these people? Yeah, it's cool. They'll just like hand you treats and like food oh, and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you want to go talk to the pig? Oh, he really loves, uh, he really loves beans. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever pigs like. My immediate thought Legumes. was bacon, which is bad. They would It's true. They would have yeah. eaten it. But uh, yeah, the the handlers that are around there cool. are kind of like, oh yeah, you want to come pet this guy? Okay, cool. You, you take this food. Yeah, they love apples over there. They love pears <laughs> over there. Let, okay, we'll get you hooked up. I'm also trying to take very precise mental notes of what these animals look like. <laughs> okay, I might provide you with a list later. We'll just, we'll see. Um, but it seems so like uh, just Mr. Take Biscuits. Take care of my baby. And, yeah, Mr. Biscuits. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Biscuits is in uh, good hands and in good company. So, uh, like I said, he's eyeing that Pegasus hard. I hope they have someone else is gonna get their butthole licked. (laughs) (laughs) Um, he is wow. (laughs) I was not expecting that. (laughs) Is it a female? Because I want them to have a baby. We will have to decide that later. Peggy Unipeg? Unipeg? Unipegasaur? Pegasaur. I love it. A Unisys. A Unisys. Unisys is pretty good. Let's go to the basement. I like how we can easily come up with a name. (laughs) God, we have gone so far sideways. Okay. Okay, so, uh, yeah, Mr. Biscuits is good. He's in uh, good care, good company. 
uh, loving his his uh, new friends. Um, you guys fed him some um, like candy covered apples, and he's fucking mm. loving it. Mm. And uh, maybe pet some of the other creatures, and we're like, oh, this is Mr. Biscuits. He's your friend. Like like a t- like a mom walking into kindergarten, like, <laughs> oh look, look at you, <laughs> meet all these new friends. Play nice, buddy. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so I think that that is uh, pretty well squared away. Yep. Um, good. So um, if you guys would like to continue one floor down. Uh, you may. Mm. Yes. Yes. Okay. Sure. <laughs> so uh, you guys have uh, dropped off Mr. Biscuits and uh, are moving downstairs. Um, and you guys are trying to find the way downstairs inside for a good long time. But you walk around, walk around, walk around, can't find anything inside. And so uh, after you go through the stables, you decide to look outside and find that there is like a floor level like, uh, like stair down to what appears to be a bar. Nice. So you guys, sweet, let's get a drink. Yeah, so you guys uh, take the stairs down uh, to a bar that literally doesn't even have a placard over it. It just is a door essentially, uh, but you open it and it is very much a bar, like huge, big, like you know, twenty foot bar. Sorry, uh, and uh, you know, several tables. Not a ton of uh, stuff going on in there. It's pretty, pretty chill, pretty small, uh, but it is very much a bar. Uh, there's only two people inside of it. Uh, one of them you guys recognize as uh, the man who is known as King Ultra, who is standing behind the bar, and another person who's substantially smaller, uh, kind of just like your average Joe-looking guy, uh, sitting at the bar, uh, just taking shots, lines and lines of shots. Like he has like a little like cadre of different shots in front of him, and he's just like taking them, waits a couple seconds, like mm, that's all right, and he takes another shot. Mm, well, I mean, it's a little bit better, but it takes another shot. And it, it, that's just kind of like what he's doing. Um, so that's kind of what you walk into. I'll go sit at the bar? Uh, next to the guy or no. away from the guy? A couple seats down from the guy. Okay. I guess sit just... at the bar and order a beer. Okay. Uh, so the man you know is King Ultra walks up to you and says, What do you have? A beer. A dark one. Whatever you have on tap. I don't care. I am. Um, all right, that's vague enough, I guess. Yes. And he walks over and grabs uh, the Infinite Ultra version of a Guinness, I guess, and <laughs> just like pops it open with like his pinky and just pops it right down on the uh, the bar and says, "I mean, that's a choice, I guess." It is a choice. Thank yeah. you. I'll drink mm-hmm. it. Water, please. Ah, water, water. Yeah, sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're not uh-huh. old enough to drink, right? Nope. Uh, sucks for you. Yeah. Well, all right, cool. Pours a little water. Hands it to you. Thank you. No problem. And I'm just like trying to slyly, like, I'm looking at him, but mm-hmm. trying not to be too obvious about it. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So you wanted to see us? Yeah. I, uh, <clears throat> gotta say, I'm not super comfortable with this, but we're, uh, we're kind of run out of people, I guess, uh, a little bit upstairs. So I guess technically I'm your handler. So, you know, I give you jobs, you go do the jobs, or if you want to go do a job, I gotta like, okay, the job. Look, I'm just, look, I'm just a bartender at this point. So just if I ask you to do something, please do it. If you ask me if you want to do something, don't make my life too hard, all right? Look, I know, I know, I got a name, but just, 
Let's keep it real simple, all right? Let's keep it simple. Is there something we could call you to keep it simple? I mean, you could call me by my name. I'm Anton. Anton? Yes, Anton. My brother was Danton. I'm sure you've probably heard of him. Anton. Yeah. Hmm. You probably saw a statue at the front of the uh, tower. He's kind of a big name. So, you know, just never ever speak of the fact that I'm here and we'll be good. And please don't, you know, talk a bunch about Danton. We're probably also going to be good. But I don't foresee that happening for me, so I think that's fine. Great, we're going to be good friends. And he, like, holds out his hand to shake your hand. Uh, I shake his hand, but I'm like really kind of timid about it, so it comes yeah. out like limp bitch. Like, <laughs> you, he, you feel like you're shaking like an iron bar, he, but he's very gentle about it. He's just like kind of like like three finger like kids like handshakes, just like yeah, all right, cool, cool. I mean, his hand like engulfs yours. Like he's probably his hand is like twice as big as yours. He's an enormous human yeah. being. Jocelyn's fairly small. Yeah, he's like uh, close to like seven and a half feet tall. Just huge jacked guy yeah he's way taller than she yeah yeah is. so he's enormous um but he looks around and she says you know i wasn't i wasn't really that interested in you guys at first your your bit with the destroyer was not great i mean look i, I mean i could probably take him out but you know i can't expect that from everybody but you you really yeah, yeah, could have done better, but I have to say, the bit with the fire was good. You did pretty good there. You fucked it up a little bit, but you recovered, and that's what really counts. You know, that a lot of people that can't recover, they can't come back from failure, and that's what you really need. You know, that's what made the Ultra Squad special. Was coming back when they fucked it up so hard. I mean, look at the world today. It's fucked. It's fucked. It's, I mean, probably part of our fault. But you know what? We did the best with what we could, and we're doing the best with what we got now. Well, I mean, they are. I'm serving drinks. I did my bit. So let's just say maybe we're, you know, of the same feather, like they say. Anton? Yes, Anton. Anton. Uh, do you have any tips for how we could have handled the Destroyer better? Because we were... Obviously kind of at a loss there. Well, look, it's gonna be hard to take that guy down, as is. I mean, when he increases his mass, he becomes a super power to behold. And uh, actually, the guy next to you, uh, the guy down on the side of the bar, starts, like, getting real perked up. And he's like, fucking the des- the destroyer? The des- you fought the destroyer? <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, oh, my God, I... Oh, I want it. Mm. And he's kind of like mumbling to himself for a second for a while and uh, kind of goes back to Anton and Anton looks at him and he's like, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's Billiam. Just, uh, yeah. Uh, but no, look, here's the thing with the Destroyer. It's gonna be hard. It's He's literally gonna get harder as you fight him because he just gets denser and denser and denser and stronger and stronger and stronger. And the other guy down the bar says, Oh, yeah? 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 Wanna get harder? Okay. Okay. <laughs> and he like he comes up to uh, whoever is closest to him. I think at this point it would probably be Jackie. Uh, and he says, Hey, 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 hey. Why don't you punch me right in the fucking face? Like, as hard as you fucking can. And, like, he's a little drunk, but not, like, obscenely drunk. So it's, like, he seems like he actually means it. Go away. 
Come on. I'm not going to punch you in the fucking come face. On, please. He's come trying on. to enjoy a beer. Come I don't on. know you. <laughs> and he literally just starts going around to everybody. He's like, hey, 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 hey. Punch me. Punch me in the face. Punch me in the face. Anton, can you do will, something about this weirdo? I will throw an illusion at him of somebody punching him in the face. Just to get him to stop. <laughs> roll, roll an illusion. So, uh, that's, I rolled a 10 against a 15. Okay. So, you create, like, the illusion of a guy punching him in the face. And for a second, he's like, ah. Oh. <laughs> I giggled to Come. myself. <laughs> I clink my Come bottle on. against your glass. I want to wait for that moment of disappointment and then just clock him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. So uh, go ahead and roll me an unarmed attack. I got a nine. What am I rolling against? Uh, your unarmed attack plus your uh, body, which uh, you beat handily oh, considering yeah. your body's six, like a billion. Six, 16. So. Yeah. Uh, so you fucking fully clock him in the face and like he's a fairly slight small dude but the second you like clock him he like goes like almost over the bar and uh as he's like coming back you just see him swell up like with muscle and like veins are just like sprouting out of every square inch of his body and he goes oh yes he's he's literally like his muscles are swelling and he's growing taller and like he's starting to look a little bit like just a little bit more like anton just a little bit and uh, you see King Ultra go, God damn it, Billiam, Billiam, just fucking chill out. They are, there's no fighting. You don't need to get all swole up. <laughs> and Billiam's like, fuck, I don't, I don't give a shit. Oh, it's so good. And uh, he just like bolts out the door, all swole and shit. And, but like he bolts out so fast that like most of you don't even see it. I think probably the only person who could see it is Wayne. And he just like, just clocks him right as he's getting out the door and it's like, fuck, that was fast. And uh, and Anton's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm... <sighs> That's Billiam. He's, uh... He was the Dynamo Kid. Uh, nowadays, you know, mostly just hanging out here and drinking, but, you know, he gets stronger when people hit him, so... Uh, sorry about that. <laughs> Anyways, like I like I was saying, I'm uh, I'm your handler. Uh, I'll be giving you the jobs that you get from the Ultra Squad. Uh, you know, we're gonna do our best to, uh, I guess, make the world a little bit better. And you know, I just hope you don't fucking suck. Like you'd seem to do okay. I picked you for a reason. Uh, you know, so you picked us. Well, yeah, to a certain extent, there was, uh, you know, a small list of people left over, and we didn't have enough advisors, so I uh, may have volunteered, against my better judgment, to take someone on, and he seemed like the people who needed uh, maybe a little push in the right direction. So, here we are. Please, for the love of God, don't make me regret this. I will definitely make you regret this. <laughs> Do I have to lay down the hurt on you, Miss Jackie? No, I'm just fucking with you. It's fine. <laughs> Sorry, humor didn't run super deep in my family. We we are a bit of a you know serious folk. We originally hailed from the deep, deep depths of Russia. So yeah, that's pretty sad. Yeah, we uh. 
you know. You should learn to laugh a bit more. <laughs> I don't think I've ever laughed in my entire life. That's really sad. Yeah. Jesus. Well, look. Take a shot. I, uh, I could drink all the alcohol in this entire place and never get drunk. Sorry, lady, but it's just <laughs> the truth of the matter. So, Anton. Yes. Do you have a task for us? Not presently. Other than, please, for the love of God, get acquainted with your surroundings. And please do take advantage of uh, what the Coalition has to offer. Because let me tell you, we have spent a lot of time and a lot of funds making sure that we can make this as doable for you as it is for us. So, just do your business and I will call you on these cell phones when you... I have a thing for you. And hands you guys like burner phones, essentially. Wow. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so you guys have ultra phones. Ha 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 ha. And he says, would any of you like uh, a drink? I would like another drink, yes. Yes. All right, cool. Can you cool. make me a virgin, Shirley Temple? <laughs> God, how young are you? God. <laughs> Under drinking age. Oh, this is... All right, fine. Yeah. So he makes you virgin whatever. So you guys kind of like spend some time um, at the bar with uh, uh, Anton, a.k.a. King Ultra. And, uh, you know, you kind of do your bit. And um, he's pretty quiet after that. And he's kind of just like, all right, well, I said my piece, you know, whatever. So if you stick around for a while, you can talk to him. Uh, or you can go back to your, uh, your abode and, you know, just kind of get ready for the next day. I guess I will ask um, if he's who I need to talk to to get like um, seeds to plant some like medicinal herbs and stuff like that because I'd like to do that. Yeah, God, no, I'm I'm not the person to ask for that. I mean, you should probably go talk to the quartermaster. He's kind of the guy who gets whatever anyone needs. The guy with uh, all the animals? uh, No, no, no. That's the animal master. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. It's real close. (laughs) close. Uh, Quarter, animal, you know, I I get it. I get it. I do. But uh, no, quartermaster is the guy you want to talk to. He's, uh, you know, up on the 50th floor, you know, get out of the elevator, take a left, take another left, take a right take a right take a left take a right and uh you pretty much gotta like knock twice and then do like a little animal sound and you got it got it thanks yeah no problem uh he'll get you whatever you need uh or you could just like email the motherfucker so there's that yeah we got computers man yeah email right yeah what our phones do email yeah well i mean you you have like a phone yourself right like this isn't the only phone because this is like a little flip phone man like if you want to email someone it's gonna take a long time i don't know uh all right well i mean yeah go for (laughs) it it's just gonna take a minute i mean you might as well just go through the upstairs at that point you can use my phone thank you you're welcome all right cool 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 I guess I'll drink Billiam's shots he left behind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Anton says he didn't. He's like, oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's kind of a dick, so it's cool. All right. Wait. Don't I know you? Yeah. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Uh, it's been a while, Duke. <sighs> Bane. No, 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 no. Not Bane. No. Totem. Totem, right? Totem. Something like that. Yeah. Oh, man. Them some good days. I'm ping uh, You uh, kind of dropped off the map there for a while, huh? What are you doing here now? Change. Change is coming. Mm, how's that, uh, smell it. How's that wife? Yeah. Yeah, I know, right? She's You're little, married? Uh, she's a little out there, right? Yeah. Oh, he's married. 
or at least I mean was I don't know how you feel about legal proceedings but at least oh. you know was is who cares but oh yeah she was uh she was a real number what was what was her name again Patricia yeah Patricia Patricia Portos and Furton. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Portuff of yes. Portos and Fern. Yes. Portos and Fern. What he said. Hot and Fern. Hot and Fern. P-O-R-T-H-A-U-S-E-N-T-F-E-R-N. Yeah, he said that shit to me, and I was like, you expect me to fucking read this <laughs> so and record this? The he, U has an umlaut above umlaut. it. Yeah. So, for Hausenfern. But there's like a T before the fern, so. Yeah, so for I don't know why, but that sounds like a name of like a rich family. Like It sounds like the name of a fucking like, like, Beer brewing magnate. That's what it sounds um, like. I'm just gonna call her PP. So, <laughs> uh, so you know what she's up to these days. Uh, you know, it was a dark day when she turned, but you know, I can't say I'm terribly surprised. I need. She was always a little weird. I need yeah, all of the. Better hand me that. Bottle of whiskey. Oh yeah, this one, huh. this one's on me for the Sentinels. Wait, we have to pay for this shit. Well, generally yes, but you're drinking Billiam's drinks, so <clears throat> you know this one particularly is on me. The rest of you gotta pay. How many extra shots were there? Like eight. I'll take one. Okay, so he's gone through like four, I guess, <laughs> and so there's like four more. Okay, so. He oh, good. Just, we can peer pressure Jocelyn peer into pressure, drinking. Peer she didn't buy it. I didn't see it happen. <gasps> yeah, no. Come on, let's take a shot. No. No. For friendship. No. 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 <laughs> Look, you want to be on the squad, right? <gasps> squad. I don't think. I like. Squad the squad drinks. is already a thing. Like, it is you. just what it is. It'll be our own personal challenge. Cha-chink. We are the challengers. <laughs> That's a no. bad roll. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess I should, like, I would have to beat. I get it. So I guess I would cave with Yay. that. Yeah, that's a pretty high fucking roll. Yeah, like, that's yeah. a bad roll. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I guess I would cave. Yay. Oh, Damn it. Damn it. I should have just stuck to my <laughs> It's just a shot. It's just one. Ain't gonna define you for the rest of your life. I mean, I guess that's possible. Yeah. All right. Take a shot. If you don't want to take a shot, don't fucking take a shot. Take a take a body roll and see if you vomit. <laughs> it's my lord. Uh, that's a ten to start with, which yeah. is not good considering you have like a four. <laughs> Fourteen. No. You, <laughs> I lost by ten. You take a sh- you take you start to take the shot and like the second it hits your mouth, you just like spit it out. You don't even get like the full swallow in. You're just like. Oh god, it's like, in my nose. All, all of <laughs> and, and Tom's like, ah, come. <coughs> ah, all right. All right. <laughs> I guess we gotta ask for that. Oh, all right, all right. It's 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 okay. Look, that was some rough stuff. You know, it's how from... do you guys drink that stuff? <sighs> Look, that stuff's from like the... this, and I take a shot. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's from the south side. It's not very smooth. One of these days, we'll get you something you like. All right. Anyways, uh, look, I'm just saying, maybe, uh, maybe Wayne, you gotta keep a feeler out because I think uh, Patricia. She's been making some moves lately. Yeah, so. I was afraid of that. Yeah. She's been quiet for a long time, but I, you know, 
I'm right next to the street. I hear it. I hear it. I hear that name, and it's not pointing in a good direction. It never was. So, just, you know. I need to know what she turned into, please. Should have known she was bad news when she pointed at me. Yeah, probably. I mean, who the fuck would want you? Tell me what's happening. (laughs) She's a piper. What's a piper? The piper. Like she plays music and mice follow behind her? Poison. Mistress of poisons. A rat mind controller. The piper. She might be before your time. Yeah, I don't know who that is. I mean, to be fair, there's a lot that's before my time. Even then, (laughs) (laughs) even then, like I've said before, I'm not very familiar with supers and the different people. And well, since you're part of this team, I think you should probably study up on that now. Yeah, you can look her up. She's a piece of work. Uh, that's uh, I feel like that's an understatement, a hundred percent. All right. Well, I mean, let's not let's not dwell too much on the past here. Uh, look, you guys just got licensed. You are officially superheroes. Enjoy that. Enjoy that for a moment. I mean, I will be calling you shortly. I'm sure there are no end of problems to be solved in this city. So, just take a moment. Really take it in. Wayne, I know it must be nice to be the, on the right side of the law for once. So, just really accept what has happened here today and be ready. Because evil never sleeps. Yeah, you got something to hit, let me know. Oh, you'll know, trust me. Hey, like after everybody's been kind of like drinking and settling down mm-hmm. and kind of doing their own thing, I suppose. I'm like, hey, Anton. Do do the names Joseph and Caitlin together mean anything to you? Mm, sounds uh, sounds familiar. I uh, met a lot of people in my life, hmm. so uh, I, I I could I can't remember anything specific, but uh, sounds familiar. Uh, it's, who 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 are those people? Um, those are my parents. Oh, okay. But, I mean, I don't know. I just had this feeling earlier that I knew you from something from a while ago, I guess. But that's okay. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Okay. I, sorry, I don't have much more to say. I just, I, I've met so many people in my life. I, it all blurs together. Being yeah, I mean, as popular as you are, I can yeah, only imagine. Uh, <laughs> It's an incredible amount of names and faces. It's all it all blurs together after a while. Fair enough. Yeah. Sorry. Oh no, that's okay. Yeah. It was a long shot. I'll probably forget you about two days from now. So, you know, <laughs> maybe come visit the bar every once in a while. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, my my brother was the one who was good with faces. He was he was the real charismatic one. So, I just doing the best I can here. Fair enough. Yeah. No, and then you're doing a great job. Yeah. King is a heavy crowned bear, so I guess do your best. If I remember all, I'll come to you. I appreciate that. Yeah. And I guess I will go upstairs. Like, are y'all still? Assuming everybody's still at the bar. Uh, my character's probably going to get blackout drunk. <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh, I am also still drinking. Yeah, I think this is a good point to kind of 
jump to the interlude, as it were. So I kind of wanted to talk with you guys about where you guys wanted your characters to go in the future uh, so that I can uh, kind of build your paths for you. I think that we've had a fair amount of both, you know, combat and non-combat situations so you can kind of see how things are playing out and uh, see where you want to improve or, uh, you know, maybe new areas that you want to uh, start to explore. So. I thought it would be good to kind of let the audience kind of see where you're going with it so that when we have these things built, it's not just like a blind, like, surprise, like, hey, these are uh, the pants. <laughs> like, you know, like we could just do all this stuff off of mic, but I think it would be nice to kind of get your reasoning for wanting to go in these directions. So uh, I think we'll just kind of go around the table and kind of see where you want to go. So uh, I guess, uh, Kim, where do you think that you want to take Crystal Rainbow and uh, Mr. Biscuits? Because you kind of uh, are responsible for both of them. We're going to have to kind of figure out a point differential for how that uh, progression goes. But I think okay. they're kind of going to both grow together. And we're, I'll probably kind of create like a, a system where they can kind of literally grow together or kind of like separately uh, grow depending on how you want to go about it. So I want to okay. see where you want to where you want to take your own character and Mr. Biscuits, uh, so that I can kind of base it off of that. Well, mostly just the um, the dynamic power thing is like since my mother was like an elemental, basically, mm -hmm. I, I need some sort of. Yeah, so you wanna you wanna kind of take it more down the magical path. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's a good. Uh, that's a good place to take it. Um, where do you see Mr. Biscuits going, uh, as far as like his his growth? If I can say that one more fucking time in the last two episodes, <laughs> I guess just him being more capable in battle. Like if he could okay. contribute more. Yeah. In a um, fighting sense. Do you imagine him being more physically capable, or is it more of like a unicorn esque magicy kind of uh, situation? I would prefers to both kind of stay at range so okay. more of a magic yeah okay that makes sense thing so you guys kind of want to go more towards your uh your mom's like kind mm -hmm. of magical-esque kind yeah. of way with a little bit of maybe some more skill-based stuff on the side kind yeah. of thing mm -hmm. okay that sounds uh that sounds totally doable and i think cool. uh, that's a good i think it's a good way to go uh mr wayne you are probably the hardest one for me to kind of get a path for i have some very interesting ideas, but I, I'm very curious to see what you, you think a kind of uh, way for, for Wayne to go is. All so. right. So, uh, first of all, if I see the destroyer in the holes at all, I'm giving him a sack tap. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Seeing if he's still stone all the way through. Right. I feel like he got called back to this literally out of just some sense that things weren't right mm -hmm. but the more i get embroiled in it and just seeing that bullshit he went through he's probably really upset at the status quo okay so i don't know his whole thing like i have to i remind myself that he is a cherokee and totem was very specifically because of his affinity towards animals mm-hmm and so that whole kind of like reconnecting with who he actually used to be or was capable of being right and becoming a better person than he is now so uh i guess in this particular situation i can maybe give you some of the paths i see wayne going down since you kind of are kind of at a crossroads with him mm -hmm. i see him as taking a couple of 
different roads. I think uh, one of them is embodying the soul of the animals, where it's like you will take the aspects of them and you like kind of do as is already with your enhanced senses and mm -hmm. your your kind of feral combat style um, that we don't touch on a ton in the show, but that is very much a part of like why you are as good as you are at fighting. You could increase that in a kind of sort of Wolverine-esque like improving of your senses and your abilities like uh, embodying different types of animals you know maybe getting into the point of like being able to like do like water-based stuff and air-based stuff by like kind of embodying these animals but I also have like a, a different path that you could also like kind of touch on where it is very much like the like more of a like in D and D druidic style of like literally taking on the bodies of the animals kind of shape thing. Shifting. Yeah, this kind of shape shifting, like being one with the animal versus like embodying the animal. And these are obviously things that you can kind of like do a little bit of one, a little bit of the other, and you know that kind of thing. Because I, I think that uh, you have a very clear path on the other side of just like increasing your martial prowess. But I think that part of like being totem is very much uh, a literal like interpretation of that of being the animal. So if we comic book this a little bit, in the DC universe you have a Beast Boy who physically becomes an animal he needs at any given moment. But then you also have Animal Man, who can like just pull on the powers of animals yeah. and then use those and I think I lean more animal man than beast boy okay if you want to lean more towards that then we can base it on that instead of more beast boy style stuff because I wasn't sure which way you wanted to roll mm. with it if you wanted to go more like spirit animal versus like physical the, animal you know i think i, I, I think, like the idea of the spirits being there and like guiding and yeah, whatnot and but, i i can build a tree around that yeah cuz i mean i can talk to animals and whatnot so in theory yeah. like if i just needed a bear there at some point you can just get i could just get a bear yeah. to come join me okay so and i think uh i think that's a pretty pretty distinct path that i can make for your leveling character because i uh, i think that there are a lot of different paths you can take down just the spirit animal style so i think that's a i think that's a good place to start and i can i can build off of that i'll just top chop the other one right down and just make that a much more like active part of your uh, the, character advancement well and so this brings up a question so you have this world you've set up where the city is kind of the world because everything outside the city is is it unaccessible can you go out beyond the city well here's here's the thing about metropolita is that it is like the city and there are like non-city aspects of it like there are sections of like desert and forest and ocean and all that kind of stuff but that is the only world like if you think about it like uh like the animorphs how they had like the dome cities where it like was literally just that and nothing more that's it like that's okay. what we're going for like this that, is, that was making this me is, wonder like are this, there wells out there still are there bears well, still yeah there's still there's still oceans and seas and stuff they're they're smaller much 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 smaller than they used to be so like the wildlife is a lot less than it used to be but um, they still do exist, and you're kind of like I think uh, I think Wayne is kind of the the encapsulation of those things. So one of those things of like he kind of uh, embodies what was lost a little bit, which fits for the Wayne character, considering he knew the world before it broke. Mm -hmm. So he has these like animal spirits like guiding him that kind of were lost a little bit and are still 
there, but in very small numbers. So could a motivation for my character literally be to unbreak the world? To... Uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That can be 100%. So as far as, as far as you guys know, the only reason the world still exists as it is is because of the original like magical expert of the Ultra Squad. When everything fell apart and everything got destroyed, she brought everything back together. And in a theoretical world, the world could still be rebuilt. But no one knows how to do it except for a very small handful of people. What's and, her name? Uh, I, you don't know it. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So close. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things that she was like a silent partner of the crew. In podcast over. <laughs> podcast over. Fuck off, all Nailed of you. Nailed it. Okay, so I think that we've Shortest covered that really, really thing. well. Jackie, I would love to know where you want to go from here because I think you have the most specific set of like future lines that you would like to go down that we could set it's one of those things that i could either just like give you kind of free reign to build things or kind of give you a system for upgrading and building new things essentially or you could have like a set series of steps that you go to to a final form essentially well yeah because i have ideas of where (laughs) i want my upgrades and everything to go I mean, I'm not trying to be like Iron Man. I mean, I get the parallels. The the parallel is there, yeah. But that's not what I'm really trying to go for. So I'm trying to do stuff that he, that they didn't really do with him, but that's difficult. Because, I mean, obviously I'm going to... Yeah, I mean, and to be fair, Iron Man technically had as basically as many powers as fucking Superman had in the end. So I think that maybe separating those two ideas of like what Jackie is from like this idea of like Iron Man-esque stuff Mm -hmm. is probably a good idea. Yeah. Where, you know, like you have a similar thing where you have like the energy blast coming out of the hands and outside of that you don't have much past like you built stuff. So I think maybe uh, we just completely sidestep thinking about it in that style. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just kind of point me in the right direction of how you want the character to grow. And I can kind of build it off of that. Like, what what would be like uh, if Jackie had like her full-blown, perfectly perfected uh, suit, I guess, essentially, what would that look like? Like, what would she be capable of doing? Flight because of boots like that because uh, that was gonna yeah be we've one talked of my about the boots things. before yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know just like an extendable arm like like Inspector, Inspector Gadget <laughs> yeah like it's just more like I wouldn't want to say gadgety but I mean kind of more Inspector Gadgety than Iron Manish mm-hmm. like if that makes sense so I think uh, what all kind of throw down on the table is that I can give you two separate trees where it's uh, one tree is like the utility tree where it's like you are capable of doing a bunch of things outside of like technically combat as it were Mm -hmm. and then another set of things that are more combat oriented uh, things so like you're jumping and you're digging and your flight and all that stuff is all utility stuff and you're overcoming your like um, unstable power and all that kind of stuff and improving (laughs) your weapons and maybe making new weapons is part of like the whole uh, offensive tree so you kind of have like an offensive defensive thing and then a utility tree and then you're just kind of standard like improving yourself tree yeah because I mean remember I also said that like I guess part of the not the utility but the other um, I wanted to be able to upgrade my shield to the 
what did you call it? It was like the force field. No, not the force no. field, but it was like taking the energy whenever someone oh, hits me. Oh, right. Yeah, and yeah. Channeling that into my gloves is like power. Yeah, yeah. The energy absorption. Yeah. Yeah. That and that's part of the offensive defensive. Right. I, I think yeah, that'll yeah. be. I think that'll be part of a singular tree that mm-hmm. kind of branches a little bit, and then there will be a whole separate tree of utility, which is straight up just like flight and digging and jumping and yeah. f- you know flying and whatever. I think I said flying twice, but what? Yeah, like I'm not trying. There's tons of there's tons of like utility things that you can learn and build, and we I think I think the thing is to give you options of like how to put those things together to make what Jackie will eventually become at the end. Yeah. Okay. So I think I think that's a that's a good thing. I think I I have enough to build a tree off of that. I I just didn't know exactly how you wanted to split that up. Yeah. I just I mean. Obviously, like, you know, it's going to be, it's going to draw a ton Iron Man, but that's not what I'm wanting to do. No. And I think Iron Man is a bad example of what your character is ultimately going to be. Yeah. Because, I mean, Iron Man has one trick. It's I am durable and I and shoot lasers. Rich. Yeah. Well, yeah. Think about, like, yeah. Batman, you know? Yeah, Batman well, is yeah. a, I think Batman is, Batman is a His better example belt. because he yeah, has, exactly. yeah. he has the utility and he makes these things that mm-hmm. he uses to either take something away from someone or add something to his own ability or yeah. uh, make himself better able to get through the city. Like, that's, I think, a better example. Like, and that's why I was like when I was saying Inspector Gadget, but in my mind, I'm like, it's kind of like if Iron Man and Batman had a baby. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I think, a I think that's, I think that's a good. Batman. <laughs> yeah. Junkyard Batman is a good way to look at it. God, so. how handsome would that baby be? <laughs> Be so, pretty fucking handsome. So, so handsome and so fucking rich. But it's a girl, so beautiful. So yeah. hot. Beautiful. So hot. So hot. Yeah. I think uh, I think that's enough to work off of. So I think we move on to Jocelyn, who I think is the most in I don't know, hard to decipher for myself about where you want to go with it. Because I yeah. <laughs> I think I wanna go down more, obviously more of the mind strength aspect of it. Mm-hmm. So like eventually I kind of see her getting telepathy and more of like the illusionary skills along with her creation. Yeah, because you ha- kind of have like two separate sides of your power where you have this like precognition and like uh, ability to do things and then you also have the creation skill right. that you do. So I think that those two are very easily buildable. Right. But uh, I don't know how much you want those things to tie together, I guess, is really the way I think I'm thinking of it. It's like, do you want it to be like a, like a psychic side and a creation side or do you want them to be more intertwined because i feel like the two powers could be but they also could be separated i kind of feel like maybe the creation in uh the telepathy side would be more combined with the healing be like the sideline kind of thing where Mm -hmm. she can she can do that, but that's not her main thing where the creationary and the illusions, because the illusion has to be part of her creation tactic. Yeah, I think the, they're in, in extra, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I, we, I gave up on that one hard. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she, you know, she's at the cusp of figuring it out herself, so yeah. pretty uh, much anything, I suppose. So I think it's, I think yours is going to be more of like a nebulous thing, so that you can kind of mix and match as you want because you have such a weird spread of powers as is and there's really no like making that less meshy and weird so I think uh, maybe we just kind of find a way to make that make sense ultimately in the end like we find like a final 
point that it's aiming at and then kind of build around that. Okay. Um, and I think that's something that um, I can mostly do from my side and then also just make sure that you're okay with like the final point that it's aiming at because like, I can give you, you know, multiple and you can kind of like decide where you want to go, like where you want to take Jocelyn. So I think uh, that's doable. It's just one of those things of I wasn't 100% sure how you perceived your own power because it's so like erratic at this point. So um, I, I don't know. You have a really like you said earlier, was it I'm going to butcher this. Is it the Chiroscuro or something? Chiroscuro. It's the idea of the illusionary painting, right? It's yeah, it's the, the light and the dark and shadow. Yeah. 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 So like, I mean, that's kind of what all your powers are on some level it's about manipulating shit to make other people believe in things even right. if you're drawing yeah like i don't know i don't i think our powers are really unified that's uh yeah that's a pretty fair point <laughs> yeah and i think like and i think that that yeah. actually gives yeah a lot of option for yeah that gives a lot of option for building it that's actually a really good solid point i will <laughs> certainly take that into account <laughs> Because I did not think about it, so good fucking job. Like, how really <laughs> good are your illusions that it like actually is like something physical you can touch? She, she really could good. get to the point where yeah, she could actually create I mean, like a physical object that they could touch and smell and yeah, that's awesome. um, and like with the with the illusion power, like you can depending on the level that you have and how much you put into it, points wise, you can affect up to so many. Of the senses. That's awesome. Yeah. If, yeah, it was really cool to read about. My yeah. personal fan theory about your character, if I was just like listening to <laughs> this. Fan theory? Your fan first, theory. Your first, oh, shit. Your first fan theory. <laughs> I have a fan. So you can do illusions just like willy nilly, just like I'm going to put an illusion in your brain. Yeah, but it's visual. It's visual. Right. But then you're like, me to affect the world, I have to actually draw things. And I feel like that's you as, like, you're not accepting the fact that you can do that without drawing. Like, the drawing Mm -hmm. is your own personal crutch to, like, accept the reality of who you are. That's cool. the The way I look at it is that she can, like, affect people's minds without much effort. But the actual physical affecting of the world actually takes a certain amount of physical effort from her. It's mm-hmm. kind of like a, it's kind of like a one for one situation where, in. yeah, what you put in is what you get out. So well, like she can, can affect your fan theory. So she can affect the mind <laughs> with her mind, but physically she has to actually put physical effort mm-hmm. into it. Oh, that's cool too. Yeah, uh, I think they, I think, I mean, I think those two things kind of mesh together. Sure, right? they really do. Yeah. It's it's a very harmonious character, I think. Yeah. So I think that's a good place to jump off of from there. So, yeah, I think it's good. Um, cool. I'm going to be DM, so I'm just going to continue that. Where do you see yourself going? Uh, in five kill, years. Killing us all? In, uh, in five years, I hope that... Uh, I... That you're running oh. solely on podcasts. Yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, I guess. You run on podcast fuel. Yeah, I just run cool. on. I run on comedy fuel, 100 percent fueled by. Oh, you're going to have to get funny though. Oh no! So, oh! No, no that—that's what you're here for, Justin, is to fuel this Aaron rocket. Yeah, wow. it's like he's tricked us too. Yeah, I, I've. I, you're none of you are getting paid ever. <laughs> ever? 
No, look at this one. So yeah, I think uh, that's a good place. I think that it's good to that we talked about how kind of we wanted to move forward, and I think considering the post licensing exam, things are gonna get really you know like serious storyline stuff very quickly. I think it was a good thing to just kind of take an episode and sit down and figure out exactly how things are gonna work. So thanks for all of your input. I'm gonna actually put these things into your character advancement stuff that is not actually part of the Silver Age Sentinels like playbook as it were but that's how we're gonna kind of play it because that shit is a fucking open tundra of death that you could easily get swallowed up into and I mean I've read through it 20 times and I'm still like I don't fucking understand half of this shit so we're gonna try and make a more structured and uh, playable and listenable version of it and I think that uh, you've all helped do that and we are going to move on to the next episode. So, uh, signing off from Infinite Ultra, I guess. Thank so. you. Hashtag challengers. If any, of, <laughs> yeah, if any of you are listening, uh, the challengers say thank you. The challenge. Hashtag. 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 Horse licking assholes. <laughs> oh yeah, and we Octo- leave the challengers. <laughs> I go back downstairs to check on Mr. Biscuits, and he's licking his. Butthole. He's licking his butthole <laughs> like yeah. hard. Yeah. He's really getting into that shit. And the Pegasus is like, oh, hold She's up. She's like, oh, up. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh.